my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, are you? I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars? You can say that Dream. and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, uh, mighty Isis. And here we go. Take two, boys. How's uh, how's everything going? How you doing? How's how's life? How's things? What's going on in the upside down for you? Huh? Give me some. Give me some good. Evan first. Me? Why? Because you? you got food in your mouth? No. He's got food in I'm his just mouth. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, no, I'm I'm good. Um, it's a little chilly here. It's in like Aww. the low to mid seventies. So a little chilly. Are you, um, need a, you but you know, everything's kind of the same, normal. That's good. It only it only uh, started flurrying a little bit uh, this morning, so uh, yeah, still have about two feet of snow on the ground. We we had with about we had the more. same thing here. Um, really, about the Hawaiian version, which was uh, slightly cooler tropical breezes. I mean, I guess the worst thing would be like either volcano eruptions or something falling out of a palm tree. I guess to hit you. Not out, like, not on this cartoon. island. Oh, okay. no, no okay. volcano. The volcano that created this island is extinct, not dormant, extinct. Okay. Dead that's a, as a that's doornail. A that's definitely a plus, I would imagine, for, for you guys. So, that's so nice. yeah. I didn't so realize there was that. a volcano option. There's a volcano option on the big island. That is an active volcano. Oh. It's yes. kind of weird if you think about it. Like if, you, if you're ever buying property on Zillow, like they would have to put it on there, like, you know. Extinct oh. volcano in your backyard. Is there <laughs> volcano? There's actually a really there's actually a really long story about the last the last sort of active eruption of that volcano was mm -hmm. when I came here, uh, when I came to Hawaii. And uh, yeah, there's actually uh, there, there's actually a story about that, but this, this is not the time nor the place to this discuss it a... because we're here to discuss geek culture on this episode of Geek <laughs> Stuff TNG. Yes, not uh, not Big Kev's learned stuff. Is that, so, is that like uh, Nat Geo TNG today? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, listen, before we get into spiel, let me let me just say this much. There there's some things I watched this week that were phenomenal, 
And I just want to kind of pimp them out really quickly because, you know, we kind of do those now, sort of things. Now, Nicholas, yes. let me stop yes. you. Now, these okay. are not spoilery things, right? No. Good. Because, uh, no, you know, I am I am so chomping at the bit to talk about that spoilery thing that every person on the planet knows by now. But because mm -hmm. we are committed to not spoiling television shows or movies for our audience, I'm going to wait the required uh, time mm -hmm. uh, for us to talk about, in this case, um, WandaVision episode five, which aired mm -hmm. last Friday. We're going to wait until next week to talk about that. So there's the full embargo uh, has taken place and we give everybody on our show a chance mm -hmm. to see it for themselves without having anyone on this pro program ruin it. And the reason but, I should but, add that we're, we're so stingy on that, just for the record, real quick, Dom, is uh, so I, I wake up early for work and everything like that, like super early. So, of course, I'm trying not I'm, – I'm avoiding Twitter. But I cannot tell you at like 7 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning by the time I actually like log on, um, how many things I had to avoid in order to – not see any spoilers from anybody right um, on twitter it's just it's insane it's in, it's pure insanity pure insanity i'm sorry dom go ahead so speaking of that though i do want to point out that uh the spoiler in question has already been spoiled by the official marvel facebook page mm -hmm. straight yeah. up True. <laughs> you know i don't so, care who does it i don't care no, if they no, do I, it themselves it's just it's just crazy that like a company like this would spoil something that, in my opinion, is something big for the future. You know, it's, it's a big it's, step for the it's, future. It's yeah. now we don't know to what extent, and I do not want to get drawn into this conversation. Yeah, we're, we're, we can't have it. All we'll say is we will talk about it next week. It is yeah. so extraordinarily significant from both a storytelling aspect and from a sort of what would you call it, like a uh, like a growth of the franchise aspect, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. that it's going to require us to have a major discussion about it when our self-imposed embargo occurs or yes. finishes. Yes. As, so. as, I've, as I've said before, just look at uh, like the original Planet of the Apes and just see how it's advertised on, on DVD covers and that sort of thing. And oh, that yeah. just kind of, that just proves my point about how I just hate spoilers. And one reason I listened to the show for years before I was a part of it, honestly, uh, because that, that self-imposed embargo was quite nice. But the things I'm talking about have been out for quite a while. The the one thing that's been out for uh, since 2014, so definitely uh, <laughs> uh, is okay to talk about, is sh the movie Chef, which is on uh, Netflix. I, I've been watching – I watch this movie and I love it. Is that uh, the Favreau? That is with Mr. John Favreau as yes. the director, writer, and the main star of the film. Mm -hmm. Uh it, it's one of those things where I don't even want to be too specific because it's so damn good. I, I it's a, it's a whole kind of uh, someone who like kind of lost their way sort of in life, and it's also like a father son type movie. Um, there, it, it's not predictable. There's not force fed scenes or anything like that. But no, no pun intended there. But there's a and there's a lot of great food that makes you really hungry. So I do recommend you watch the film after maybe dinner. <laughs> or after a big meal, because you're going to then want to go on Grubhub or order food or whatever, and just get so much food afterwards. Because it's, I mean, the movie Chef. So just watch the trailer, check it out. It's great to watch with the family. 
Um, and it's just a, it's a fun movie. I don't even want to say who's in it because it kind of that makes it a little bit more enjoyable. But if you have Netflix, I highly recommend checking out Chef. It's like I said, it's a good drama, it's a good comedy, it's a beautifully shot film. It's John Favreau, who I think we might have praised once or twice on the show, possibly. Um, as it is, the other one, um, is, as one of the heir apparent to the Star Wars universe. Maybe, maybe. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out is Ted Lasso. Uh, I watched the 12 episodes on um, uh, on Apple TV Plus and phenomenal. So the what creator is Ted of Ted Lasso. So Ted Lasso, it was only seven, six, seven episodes as I'm talking really slowly to double check. Um, it's a comedy series. Uh, created by Bill Lawrence. He's the guy who created Scrubs, who I've mentioned, who I'm a big fan of. Um, and it's about a college football coach who goes to coach uh, soccer, football again, uh, over in the UK. So really, it's it, they're only 30-minute episodes. They're fast. They're funny. They're very well uh, produced. Um, they're very kind of deep. They're very funny. It's very intriguing. Uh, has talks about like culture shock at the same time. Um, another great series um, on Apple. There's there's stuff that I like on Apple that are just total home runs, and Ted Lasso is definitely one of them. Uh, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking this one out uh, because it is just that damn good. I, and I see why so many people uh, are into it as it as it is. So um, I know it's not everyone's able to get a hold of Apple TV Plus or unsure. Look into it at least for Ted Lasso. It is so damn good, and I I honestly hope it wins some awards because it, it's just so phenomenal right now. And uh, yeah, I'm already claiming at the bit for uh, second season. It's it's just phenomenal. It, it's just so good, and I don't even want to ruin anything. It's just if you like comedy, like if you think of Scrubs, but just not as wacky. Um, and, and if you're into that kind of thing, it's definitely worth checking out. Ted Lasso, and I'm excited because uh, on Friday, February twelfth. Uh, there's going to be a Joe Bob Briggs uh, Valentine's Day special. Oh, um, as he said in his promo, uh, uh, they've ruined every day, every holiday except Valentine's Day. So his goal is to kind of screw it up for everybody else. He says, <laughs> "There so, you go." And as usual, he doesn't say what the movies are going to be. Uh, they're not announced so uh, right. ahead of time. So, um, my bloody know? Valentine. I would hope so. Actually, I actually kind of want to. I would like to rewatch that. I, I have that on Blu-ray somewhere. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's Joe Bob and it's a lot of fun. So uh, if you have, let's see, between Netflix, Apple TV Plus, and Shutter, uh, those are those are three uh, streaming channels. But a little, little something for you to whet your appetite. Oh, and also I should just mention that uh, there was the band Gary Clark Jr. who was in the uh, the Chef film. Mm -hmm. Really good stuff. Really good. So I just finished my third viewing of mm -hmm. Queen's Gambit on Netflix. I guess you liked it. It's amazing. I've heard good seven things. episodes. I got into it though. Yeah, seven episodes. Absolutely brilliant performances. Well shot. Really wonderful looking uh, uh, series as well. So yeah, that's something for people to check out. Okay. Kind of works with us, really, because it's about chess geeks. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, game. Good. Chess is a board game. <laughs> so. <laughs> Movie about people playing a board game. That would be us. The more you know. Episode 623, The More You Know. The More You Know.
Um, boys, Which I'm sure we've used. Well, you know, that's not since I've joined the show, so that's okay. Um, boys, oh, well. Hit, let's is, hit the, is that the line now? Uh, that's if if anything going. was pre-Monty. <laughs> Listen, I have the prep sheet. I have the power right now. And uh, I'm yes, okay he that, man, so. you certainly have the power. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Sometimes, you know, Big Kev, we, I don't have all the power. And for that, we turn to our folks over at Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG pretty much helps us put the lights on here uh, over at the podcast uh, for all the back end stuff. For just a buck, you can be part of our lovely Discord service with me. Uh, and other fans of the show talking as well. I'm yeah, there. Dom, I'm, Dom, I'm throwing you under the bus. Bud. I was I'm on there this week. I looked Dom. at it actively. I looked at it. I was, I was outed as a, I was outed as a synthesoid on a <laughs> on geeks on the geek stuff uh, Discord. I'm uh, I'm going to stick to what I said before. For three dollars, you get the show a day and a half early, which is usually Wednesday night. Any sneak peek at the prep sheet. For five dollars, you get the weekend bonus show. Which Dom, Dom got under the wire this past week. Oh, here's yeah? The thing. Here, here's the th- and here's the thing, Big Kev. You didn't want to hear from there's, Grandma there's, Ma again. No, no, well, but here's the thing, in all fairness to Dom, because uh, I know he's a football fan, so I know I, I was ready to bust his chops if, if there was not a, uh, if there was no bonus show this weekend. And I, I was going to wait. I was going to wait till Monday morning to message him. He got it. Posted on Patreon at 11.59 Sunday night. It has the timestamp. And you know what? The kid got it done on the weekend. I can't give him a hard time. Because he got it done. No. Listen, I said I I wanted him to get it done for the weekend. For the weekend. And that's exactly what he did because it was still technically the weekend for like yeah, the weekend. It was literally the the Indiana Jones like running trips <laughs> you had under there. It was literally that moment for me. I saw the clock. I'm like, I have to get this in. I'm proud of you. Speaking of the weekend, how about that Super Bowl halftime show? Okay, out of some people in this, nobody. I think only Dom watched it, so yeah. yeah. I watched it. Oh, oh, oh! I watched it. I watched. Okay. I mean, I watched the commercials. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I wasn't really of me sleeping during it. I'll tell you this: Did you see the the trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Hey, can I finish the the Patreon read first, and then we hit our first? Oh, story? I'm sorry. I thought we were at the. Yeah, my nowhere, bad. Go ahead. Nowhere close. Uh, you also get uh, vintage episodes of Big Kev's geek stuff. Well, we certainly don't want to uh, eliminate that portion of the 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 promotion of our Patreon because you know that's my contribution, can, can no, I, which no, is no, always on time. No, I'd like no. to say. Also. Can we say real quick before we move on from that that the the most recent one talked about the upcoming Heath Ledger Joker? <laughs> yeah. 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 Nice. And you you were like, I don't know about this. <laughs> I wonder if that was before or after I talked to the producer of that movie who who personally reassured me that I would be very, very happy. And he was correct um, uh, <laughs> about that performance. So I wonder I wonder yeah. if if it was before that conversation, I imagine that. I think I said something about the conversation in an upcoming episode. So 
that might be something to keep an eye out for. You gotta look the, at the the timestamp on that one. And for ten dollars yeah. a month, you get the you get to see the show live on Instagram. Yes. Uh, with for all of its hotness glory. Today um, would have been a good one. Either really good or really bad. I'm not sure exactly which one it would have been, but it would have been something. I, I'll I'll give you that for sure. Yeah. Definitely would have been something. Uh, so yeah, so there you go. So boys, let let's hit our, our top story of the day, which Big Kev uh, already alluded to. Sorry. Uh, the new Falcon and Winter Soldier trailer, um, which was what maybe forty five seconds, sixty two seconds. Minutes. Oh, wait, was it that long? I thought oh, it was like a, okay. it's, it's like a minute twenty or like two ten. No, it was right. two. It was two regardless. minutes flat. I think. Regardless, um, I liked it because because um, it didn't spoil anything for me. Right. It made me it made me excited for which is what it needed to do. Kind of just it just said it's just it's going back to chess. It just set up the pieces on the board. Yeah. And that's all it had to do. And it did a phenomenal job. And it just showed how these two bounce off each other in the best and worst way at the exact same time. Which makes me want to see like you could you could tell the relationship's almost gonna be like a they respect each other, but they're a hot mess together at the same time. Which they alluded to in the in the in the MCU movies, and I want to know more about it. And I am so stoked, and I don't want to know any more, nor do I want to see any pictures or anything like that. It looks great. Their sort of relationship in the MCU, I think, was really defined in the Civil War movie. Mm-hmm. You know, they did. They were. You know, they had a lot of back and forth in that movie. But I think by the end of Endgame. They're, I mean, they're clearly on the same page, especially with that whole bit with Cap and all that. Yeah. So, um, th- so that actually is really exciting. But Monty, I want to take a different approach to the new trailer. Okay. Let's talk about the fact that Baron Zemo mm-hmm. has now reappeared he was the villain from civil war but now we're going to get him a little closer to his comic book look where he has that purple pullover uh mask that Mm -hmm. that he wears you see uh, him carrying that mask in the trailer um moreover the group that previously has not been identified has now pretty much been identified as the flag smashers That would be the group wearing the hockey masks that are fighting. Mm -hmm. The leader of which is actress Erin Kellerman, who you might know from such films as Solo, where she played the leader of those pirates. Uh, I cannot remember the name. Uh, She's the girl uh, with the curly red hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Enfys Nest. Enfys Nest Mm -hmm. is the name of the character. so you might recognize her from that. And it seems like she is portraying Songbird. Now that's the popular, I believe that, I don't know that that's a settled point yet, but it's being, uh, it's going around as the Marvel character Songbird who can control people with her voice something. I don't know what exactly what the power is, what the source is, or even furthermore, what it will be in, um, in the MCU. But that's what is being said. That's that, and that's a gender flip, also, because I think the characters male in the in the Marvel universe. I think I don't know. I I was reading an article about it. Um, I was kind of talking about it. Regardless, she obviously is the person who, um, uh, who Falcon is making fun of. Uh, the Winter Soldier, Bucky, having just got his ass kicked by. 
Um, that's what they said in the trailer. Um, he says that little girl just kicked your ass, you know, <laughs> and um, uh, which I thought was really funny. So that's, you know, they're going to be part of it somehow. That character, I believe, is also part of the Thunderbolts, which is another group that seems to be forming in the MSU. And by forming, I mean in the sense that there are a bunch of characters that are showing up who are part of the Thunderbolts. This is one of them. So it's really interesting to keep an eye on those characters and see what direction the MCU is going to take them in. Um, so, yeah. I Trailer mean, was would... great. Can't wait to, really can't wait. It's, it's only a month away now. I think it's the middle of March. Something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Right around the same time as Coming to America. Coming to America, mm -hmm. uh, the sequel to the Eddie Murphy film, which I'm also really excited to see. Well, I was really excited. Now I'm kind of, my excitement's a little tempered after the more I see of it, the more I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know. So uh, I can't wait to see how it goes, but yeah, anyway. So yeah, there was some stuff during the Super Bowl that was good. Nothing earth shattering. I thought we'd see some you know, I, I feel like the most thing that I was most unexpecting to see was five or six different TV spots <laughs> for Clarice on CBS. And which, uh, and Paramount Plus as well. Paramount. Well, those were funny. They those were. were funny. And I don't know, how is Paramount Plus working in the sense that, is that replacing CBS? I'm not sure without checking really quickly. Uh, yeah, but I, 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 I'm wondering about, and I haven't had a chance to look yet, but... It seems like a lot of, well, really, let's be honest, most of the content that's on CBS All Access mm -hmm. looks like the same content that's on, that's going to be on Paramount streaming. So I'm wondering how that's going to go there, number one. Number two, I, I like those spots because they were funny and they kind of had a story. There were three or four of them that kind of led to an end, which I thought was really funny. So, so Kev, really quickly, not not to not to interrupt you, but it actually okay. just dropped about an hour ago uh, that CBS All Access will become Paramount Plus ah. on March fourth. Uh, that oh, actually well, just came out. Okay. That came out just a few hours ago, actually. So, uh, so there I you think go. there was some question. confusion about what was going to happen there, but that I'm glad that's cleared up. Um, mm -hmm. And then, to, but just to bounce back, I really feel like it was five or six different TV spots for Clarice. And for those who don't know, Clarice is, I believe, I believe it's a mini series, meaning one season and done, although I could be wrong because I'm sure if it's very popular, but it's basically Silence of the Lambs. Mm -hmm. It's basically the retelling of the movie, or well, the book, Silence of the Lambs in a longer format, TV format. And uh, uh, I guess we talked about this on the show, I feel like forever ago, right at, I feel like it was sometime not long after Hannibal was canceled mm -hmm. or not renewed that they started talking about a Clarice series. So I'm wondering where that's going to go. And again, it's, it's going to be us having to, you know, I'll accept anybody playing Clarice, but I can't, I have real trouble uh, accepting people who are not Anthony Hopkins as Hannibal. And now we're getting our fourth, fifth, <laughs> sixth, 
fifth or sixth Hannibal um, uh, brought to the screen. So I'm, I'm a little wary, but after five or six spots, good job, CBS. I at least want to check it out. <laughs> so there well we go. There. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 Dom, I don't know, like, since you actually like really watched the game, was there anything else that really stood out to you? Uh, beyond those things, as far as I'm concerned, that was I, I, I the the overall consensus from everybody was just the fact that there wasn't um, the commercials was were kind of lame and the game wasn't was kind of lame at the exact same time. So um, yeah, I, I mean that, that's yeah. kind of what I got. I wasn't sure if you thought of something else. I mean, nothing really stood out to me commercial wise. I mean, I thought they were kind of like lesser this year, honestly. Like nothing was really funny to me. I mean, the highlight for me was honestly the Winter Soldier. Uh, Falcon commercial. Mm-hmm. Everything else kind of just eh, along with the game. I, I was really hoping that we would get some uh, some unannounced content from somebody. Like for example, how about a teaser trailer for um, uh, for what you call it? Uh, the not the Inhumans, the other one we're waiting for. Uh, oh my God, what is that Marvel movie? I'm blanking. Eternals? The, the Eternals. I thought maybe we would get a teaser for that. You know, I thought maybe we would get, uh, you, you, just, I don't even know, just something. So many things but, are being, are, are in production, like where a teaser at the Super Bowl in the past would seem completely appropriate. But, but th- we right, didn't but, get nothing. But be just remember, a, a commercial on the Super Bowl isn't as necessary like it was so no, many I years know. ago for for, I know. Uh, for a lot of obvious reasons. I know. And the way like we make fun of the fact that there's a teaser to the teaser trailer before the regular trailer. Yeah. Like it's how much it's still be, you know, ten who knows how many fold cheaper doing that than running what however whatever it costs for a Super Bowl ad. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you. I, I just I don't know. I was just kind of hoping against hope, I guess, that we were gonna I, get I get you Something unannounced, you know, like something, something from, you know, let's say much deeper in our genre than say Clarice, Uh, you know, uh, uh, I was hoping we were going to get something like that, that would be like, oh, there's the thing that we waited four and a half hours for whatever it was. There's the thing, because we all knew Falcon Winter Soldier is starting in a month. There's no way there was not going to be something there about that. So you know, like I, I didn't, I wasn't surprised when that happened, but I would have liked to have been surprised with something like an Eternals teaser or uh, anything really. I get you. I get you. I mean, I'm, I'm just wouldn't be surprised if in five years, that's just super, you know, five to 10 years, maybe just Super yeah. Bowl ads just really don't have nearly the same clout. Yeah. Uh, or if they're all, they're going to be all um, Geico ads, beer or car ads, <laughs> Doritos, like yeah. Doritos yeah, right I mean I think that might be it for some reason so um, let's move on we have a few other things uh, related to HBO Max and this is going to be one of those stories where I'm just going to go tee- I'm going to tee up the story I'm going to go sit down oh god I already know and, what it is and and just, just I let already the ball know roll. Just this let the is ball the roll. this is the go. monkey hold on, hold on, is hold on, just hold on, looking hold on, for hold something on. to poke me with big Kev big Kev hold on Excuse me, sir. Here there was a long post about this on our Facebook today, uh, this week, rather. Excuse me. So, and, and this is this is your thing. I talked about the shows I was passionate about before. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, I'm sitting down. Go. Vanity Fair 
released a couple of photos, black and white photos of Jared Leto as the Joker, as he will appear in the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Let's be clear. This is the, I guess, new Joker or the new direction of Joker. Yeah, I guess so, we're discrediting I, Suicide Squad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through that, Dom. Just give me a chance. I'm, let, just I'm just, down, relax, I, I just want to throw that in relax, there. It's all you. Dom, According to Snyder, he wanted the Joker in the original movie, uh, which I think if it was the case, he would have actually been in that movie, but he wasn't. I feel, I have a feeling he was not in that movie uh, for one reason alone. And that is his performance in Suicide Squad was terrible. And the reason it was terrible is because Warner and the director and producer of Suicide Squad gave him carte blanche to do what he wanted with the character, to make the character his own. And that's why we get golden grilled, tattooed, short, slick-haired, I don't even know, purple leather coat-wearing lunatic Jared Leto. That was so bad in that. You want to know how bad that performance was? I am, a, was I am a Joker collector. Everybody that listens to the show knows this. It's my number one wheelhouse. Everybody knows it. I have two pieces of Jared Leto Joker in my collection, two. There have been hundreds, I have two. And literally one of them that I have is the Hot Toys Jared Leto Joker in the, in the crazy jacket. Because I thought that really is what should have happened metaphorically when the producers of Suicide Squad allowed Jared Leto to create the character, make the character his own. Now, Snyder, who claims that he wanted Joker in the movie, has now allowed Jared, Le or I don't think allowed Jared Leto, but allowed the Joker to appear in this revamped nonsense version called the Snyder Cut. And you can now see in these two photos that the Jared Leto Joker that Jared Leto Joker that will appear in the Snyder cut of justice league is a little bit Joaquin Phoenix and a little bit, uh, uh, um, uh, what's his name? A little bit, uh, the other guy, Heath Ledger, Ledger. little bit, Heath Ledger, little bit Joaquin Phoenix and zero, Jared Leto except for the fact that it is Jared Leto clearly he shot these these are all new footage that was shot part of the budget um was to, to film Jared Leto in these scenes clearly done in the last uh, probably in the last nine months to a year because his hair is long just like it is in the actually anticipated by me Morbius movie and also the recently released on HBO Max The Little Things starring Academy Award winner Denzel Washington and Academy Award winner um, Remy Malek and Academy Award winner although I really have trouble saying this 
Jared Leto, even though he did give a really great performance in that movie. Uh, I'm sorry, I just, I've really not liked him in hardly anything else. Um, that said, when asked, uh, director Snyder, explain, uh, when asked why this Joker looks different than the Jared Leto Joker that already exists in the DC continuity, that is not Heath Ledger and that is not Joaquin Phoenix because as we both know, those are different continuities. He said, well, a lot of water has gone under the bridge. And that was his answer as to why this Joker has no tattoos. He doesn't have a metal grill in his face and he has longer hair and clearly does not look like at all the Jared Leto Joker from Suicide Squad. Also, in, a, in yet another ham, I believe I used the term ham-handed way of explaining this, Mr. Snyder also indicates that this Joker only appears in the dream sequence, which if you've seen Justice League, you know that Bruce has a dream sequence where Apocalypse has conquered the planet and he's sort of in that dusty uniform fighting off parademons uh, you know, that whole sequence, if you've, if you've been unfortunate enough to, see, to sit through the original cut of the movie, you know the scene I'm referring to. And that is the scene in which Bruce Ben Affleck, new footage shot also, will have his confrontation with this Joker, where apparently they will discuss what Snyder originally hoped to someday have in the movie, which is something about their relationship, something about Robin. So you guys know from the bad continuity so far, there's an empty Robin armor in Bruce's apartment because the Wayne Manor was burnt down apparently. Um, and something having to do with the Joker because it says, ha ha, the joke's on you, Batman, something uh, sprayed on the robin armor well apparently we may get some sort of beginning of an explanation of that which to me i don't see why they don't just say it all because it's a dead continuity anyway so who cares um so there you go and yes go check out our facebook uh you can read more about uh you can read the article first off which was in my opinion disgraceful and you can see the <laughs> pictures which also are again ham-handed way of capitalizing on the popularity of at the very least Joaquin Phoenix's Joker by by ham-handedly refitting uh Jared Leto uh into this Snyder cut where he has no business being no wonder this cut is four hours long or whatever it is so there you go Nick done there you go buddy there you go. And you see, you feel you don't you feel a little better, a little lethargic nope. getting that getting that off your chest? No. I got it off my chest and I was over it when I posted on Facebook that I don't even know what to say about this movie anymore. Like you should have just read what I, you I just put, don't you, even know what to say. You should have just read everything off the post right there. That, that's I love that you, you I love that you look for things. It's what I do. To poke me about. I love that you do that kind of but part no, of the job in Listen, keeping oh, with the spirit i just said my piece and i said listen, it calmly coolly and collectedly 
Listen, OG told me, one, you know, you know, explain the responsibilities. Speaking I of, I can was, I can I tell you this? Uh, sure, go ahead. OG, uh, 90% joining us next week. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. For what? Uh, well, uh, just because he hasn't been on in a while, number one. And number two, oh. he is the executive uh, uh, in charge of this program. So that's two. And three, because... Um, I want to hear, I want him to be part of the conversation about the WandaVision episode five, even though we'll have episode six by then. I assume this means that we'll get our performance reviews for the year and everything. So Dom, make sure you're on your best behavior. It is the right time of year for you guys to get those reviews. I don't get that review, but you you guys, guys. you guys, you guys, you guys get the review. I just get, you know, Hey, you you got to You got a pair. You're Um, still the talent. That's what see, I get. There's, there's, see, after that, it kind of just goes downhill in terms of the, the main stories for the day. Uh, you know, let, let's actually cue this one up because um, oh. I, I feel, uh, damn, it's now it's not loading. Dom, read the read the D and D story there. I'm having trouble. Oh, um, shell. So the D and D movie, which we have definitely it's mentioned on. Oh, Dom, I'm so sorry, my friend. I am so terribly sorry, but it is time for our Dungeons and Dragons segment of the day as I see a small tear going down your face i can't see it because he's not talking but i'm sure it's there it's there it's there i i see the, the lips quivering the eyes are, are well why don't why don't you over. uh why don't you read us the headline there uh, uh sandwich. Dun- <laughs> i think he's a little worried but go ahead bud okay i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> cautiously creep out of <laughs> out look both ways hope that uh a random segment doesn't go off in my ear and okay. talk about the D and D movie adding Michelle Rodriguez and Justice Smith to the uh, to the fold. Apparently, apparently this film is still happening. Um. So Michelle Michelle Rodriguez, I'm pretty sure we all know her at this point. She does the Fast and Furious movies. She did Machete and some she, other stuff. She was also in Lost until she got a DWI in Hawaii. Oh, oh okay. Oh yeah 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 okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know she was on Lost. She I was briefly. Lost. <laughs> and briefly. then uh, for those who remember Detective Pikachu, uh, Justice Smith was the kid who ran around with Pikachu all day. Ah. So um, why is this movie being made? Uh, first question. Second you know, question. We talked about this. The movie's being, let's take them one at a time. We can, just, <laughs> we can quickly do this one. The movie's being made to capitalize on the overwhelming popularity of Dungeons and Dragons uh, uh, version five, fifth edition. Overwhelming popularity. D&D is more popular now than it has ever been since its creation. And is this Paramount doing this? I'm not even sure. Whatever yes, studio it is. it is, is like, you know what? Let's throw some more crap against the wall and see if it sticks. Because none of the other ones have ever been good. There's never been a D&D movie. There's never been a D&D anything that has been, uh, uh, that is even really sort of touched really on the experience of Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, you can call it anything, you know, like, 
the cartoon wasn't i mean the cartoon was campy as hell and funny but not really a good representation of D&D and neither has any other movie or 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 any other presentation has never been a good representation of D&D so there we go if they were if they were if they were making a movie of one of the novels like one of the dritz novels that character mm-hmm. uh, uh one of those that would be interesting because then it would be there's a story it does take place in that universe or in one of the universes in D&D of which there are like eight. Uh, it, it, you know, like that would be good. This is just simply a, let's just make a D&D movie. Somebody will watch. It's popular. You know, maybe instead of playing D&D one night, they'll go out and they'll see this movie. I mean, listen, so. I'll, be, I'll be honest. I, I, I'm hoping that this does very, very well. Uh, this movie. This is the same thing again. And Dom, just to kind of go back to your thing, it's the same reason yeah. why, uh, you know, cartoons were put out of like you know of toys uh, for, for for many decades at this point. It's the same kind of that same kind of traction here, where Hasbro's looking to capitalize on on the popularity, as Kev said. And you know, these are two characters. These are two people who I think can bring in, bring in a new audience that uh, can hopefully make it more uh bring in more diverse people than who maybe currently play D D. Again and again I'm 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 a little reaching here, but you know what I think it's a smart move on their part. I think it's a good way to try to help the story grow. Because again it's so diverse uh excuse me, it's so um the D D story is so all over the place since everything is created, you know, is is independent that uh, you know, they're gonna do whatever it is that they can do to try to put more butts in seats for, you know, for games and people to buy those manuals. More dice or, or in hands. Exactly. So yeah. so honestly, I, I think this is a great uh, opportunity. And uh, I, I think this is the right first step so far. So, I mean, uh, I, I agree with everything you're saying. My only thing is like, did the Super Mario movie that came out in like the 80s or 90s, did it make more people play Mario? Hold on, hold on, nope. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Check yourself. Before you wreck yourself, sir. There is no way, there is no way you can compare that clusterfuck to... Because if that was the point, why do anything else? Why put out a, a, a movie to any franchise, after, you know, if that's the case, if that's, if that's the, okay. the thought process? Fine. You know what I'm that, saying? That was an exaggeration, for sure. But that, what I'm just saying is there have been video game movies mm-hmm. that I guess we're trying to capitalize on the idea of like, video games are popular. I don't think they really drew anyone into video games. You know what I mean? Like they've they've done Resident two hit- Evil. They did so many Resident Evil movies. They've done Hitman movies. They've done movies about Prince of Persia. They're um, now doing Borderlands. Are they? That's they're cool. doing a Borderlands movie. Yep. Resident- they're doing a Borderlands movie. Resident uh, Evil is totally the reason why yeah. I I tried the, I tried the game out. Really? I, I didn't know anything about it. No. Someone mentioned it to me. I was like, oh, okay. I gave Borderlands. It a uh, uh, Resident Evil. Oh, yeah, no. No. I mean, no just interest. like, I, I understand that that is the stance. Like, this might help people. Unless it, unless it at the end, it says, like, if you enjoyed this movie, go to your local game store. Right? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, they would never say. But, Dom, how many times has there been uh, a movie based uh-huh. on a book, and then people have then afterwards picked up the book to try to check it out? Because, listen, sales... I mean, you, you, I mean, I'm not saying it happens for every single it movie. It does get affected. I, it, but, it, it will be a factor. Yes. And like... remember, do you, 
if you think that they're more concentrate, they're more concerned about not making YouTube goofs happy with a Dungeons and Dragons movie. They want the people next door to you who have never played before to uh, to to consider doing it for the first time. That's what they care about more than anything else. Bring new people into the game. I think I think that I think that if they had made a connection with Game of Thrones, that would have done it. But they didn't. Um, because I think Game of Thrones is is a story set within a universe. And so I'm not saying it's related, it's related to Dungeons and Dragons only in the sense that it too is a fantasy story. Mm -hmm. But but the popularity of something like that, as opposed to just making a generic fantasy movie, which you are tagging with the name Dungeons and Dragons in order to somehow say, oh, look, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. You know, like it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. It's never worked. And I just, I mean, I understand money is the reason, but I, I don't understand why on earth they keep trying uh, to, to do this. I mean, it's just such a waste, you know? I, and again, if they had started adapting some of those, uh, whoever that author is that writes the Drizzt, 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 D-R-I-Z-Z-T, I think is the character's name. I can't remember that guy's name now, but uh, that author, if they started adapting his books or that character or something like that, might be really huge. And that is a direct link to D&D. D&D world and everything else. That would be something, but this, as described thus far, again, it's just another attempt at a fantasy movie and tying it to D and D, sort of ham-handedly. I mean, I would. I, 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 I have I'm, an idea. Oh, go on. I have an idea. Go on. The only way I think this could work, I don't know if they're doing it. I'm now, pretty sure your, they're what's not. Your, what's your definition of work, though? Are you saying for the to get the masses to bring new people in? Like, what what do you mean by like the way that I, I I am totally cool with this is if there is a companion module that comes out mm-hmm. with this movie. Yep. So there if will be. the movie is like you go to the mountain and throw the throw the ring in the in the mountain, <laughs> where the fuck it is. It's you know. not a ring. It's a necklace. You know and, what? I, no, no, no. I understand know. that. I was just g- generically saying stuff. No, no. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. If they you put out what? a module that's basically you run this movie, yeah, I think I could actually kind of enjoy that. They then. will. They let's will. talk about. Let's talk about. Dom, you're you're. You know, if we didn't already name this episode, I'd be like Dom is on point two. Let's talk about <laughs> the, the sequel. A couple of things where that has worked. Right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about three of them really quickly. Number one, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. They put out a Stranger Things licensed D&D starter box. I think and I believe the one. adventure in it. I believe the Demigorgon was like the big villain, just mm-hmm. like in the show where they play D&D. The Demigorgon was the big villain and all that. Very successful piece of uh, uh, of uh, product right yeah. let's talk about another one rick and morty rick and morty have comic books and another rick and morty D set that has a rick and morty featured either in the comics or i don't they haven't done much in the cartoon but in the comics they've had rick and morty versus D D. Um, again, the product ties into the D and D sort of, uh, 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 not franchise imprint, the D and D crossover ties in 
way back in the day when they finally officially released the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon mm -hmm. on DVD. The special edition was a box set. In the box set was a source book for Dungeons and Dragons that featured all of the things and some of the characters that you saw in the cartoon. So there you go. Dom is on the mark because those things more tie the, the, the sort of uh, imprint crossover, a uh, different representation back to the game. I don't think it works in the other direction. You did a D&D &D cartoon. It was eh, but some of the things in it were really cool. And you put those in a source book, which you eventually 20 odd years later put out as a D&D &D deluxe set. You cross over D&D &D with Rick and Morty. There's a comic book. There's actually a couple of comic books, I think, series that have D&D &D and Rick and Morty crossing. You take some of those elements from that book. You put it in a source book or a box set mm -hmm. and you put that out. Yeah. Uh, clearly in uh, 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 Stranger Things, they're playing Dungeons and Dragons quite a bit. You see them doing it. The Demigorgon is a big thing. You take some of the cool elements of that you cross that back into the game via a box set there's a mini there's all sorts of things even though with respect to with total and complete respect to stranger things i didn't know anyone that used it that used minis in the 80s to play dd &D. never saw it wow. never knew anything about it not saying it didn't happen just saying i didn't see it the point is you bring that back. It works that way. If you, oh, uh, what's the other one? Roll for it. No, that's not it. Critical role. The other one. Critical role. Critical <laughs> role, right? Critical role, same thing. They put out a source book for critical role. Back to the game. They put out a source book for Magic the Gathering. Back into D&D. &D. The, the point is it works that way, if you're going towards the game, it works. If you're trying to just come from the game into some other thing, like, or just to make a thing on its own, like a movie, it just doesn't work. It's never worked. My opinion. Well, again, uh, just final word, just so we can kind of wrap up things. Uh, oh. You know, the it's at least worth pointing out that, uh, you know, the, the sections at Target and I believe Walmart of uh, board games and um, tabletop uh, games, puzzles as well, D&D specifically, has grown significantly from what it uh, used to be uh, yep. uh, a long time ago. So I think that if they can just expand that part of those stores, which how many of those stores are across the country, um, you know, they, they, and if this movie helps to uh, expand that section, that's, that's their goal. More than more yep. than anything else, yeah. and especially to get just new people in the seats, right there. Uh, Although they, we we at this program will always say uh, shop local if you can. Amen to that, sir. It's D and D warriors that terrify. It's D and D. Uh, Big Kev, uh, why don't you uh, take us to break, sir? And with that, Mr. Monty and Mr. Sandwich, we will take our first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 622. Three. 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 623. Uh, what did you say we were calling it, Mr. Monty? The more you know. The more you know. After these messages, we'll be right back. <laughs> 
Monty, are you sure this is safe? This store looks sort of very spooky. Sandwich, relax. The Graveyard Gallery is an amazing place and it has something for everybody. But, but, but it's called the Graveyard Gallery. Sounds like they're into spooky stuff and, you know, I'm a very delicate person. Well, you're definitely right on both accounts. But it doesn't matter if you want collectibles as far back as the cabinet of Dr. Caligari or something related to obscure movies that only diehards know about. There's something for everybody here. I, I, I mean, I do have to admit, the, the range of collectibles is pretty stellar and pretty creative, I'll be honest. They have a wide range in stock. It could be hot toys, prop replicas, statues. They got you, man. These clothes are something else, too. Is that real blood on that shirt? Not on all of them. But they got hoodies, shirts, beanies. They even have stuff with Herman Munster, Dracula, and Red from that 70s show. Wow, dude, these handmade items are awesome. This heart's still beating. All right, put that back where you found it, okay? But the handmade items are some of my favorite things in the store. They have paintings, masks, dolls, and of course, prints. You gotta have prints on your wall. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't hear you. I was having a fascinating conversation with the gentleman over there who's a bat now, um, and he helped me pick out some great collectibles for me. It's all good, man. Don't worry about it. Did he show you the human skull in the cabinet brought to you by Dark Interiors? The what? Zoinks! You better be going to the ATM and then come back to buy a spine. The Graveyard Gallery at thegraveyardgallery.com and on Etsy, Instagram, as well as Facebook as The Graveyard Gallery. Go to them for one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. New horror-related items are in each week from big and small companies and one-of-a-kind creations. The Graveyard Gallery. Spine sold separately. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Build your own X-Wing. Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Hey, this is Joe Bob Briggs, the world's greatest drive-in movie critic. Well, actually, the world's only drive-in movie critic, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. All right. 
Live from Studio M, the sandwich shop, and Big Kahuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. I'm sorry, I'm not used to music. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the Proton Torpedo Bay, working engine lights, and a lighter part 2D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing and the engine light power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118th scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing limbs, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including Grand Queen members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in our free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may see models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is they're paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Thank you, Dom. Uh, and also an important note to check out our new sponsor to the show, the Graveyard Gallery over at 21 Main Street in Butler, New Jersey, 07405. Fun fact, I uh, was able to get my hands on something I've been wanting to for a while. Uh, they had a autographed first print of Bruce Campbell's book, Hail to the Chin, uh, which I've been wanting for quite a while. So they had one um, on on the shelf there, and in, I instantly messaged them saying, hey, I'll, I'll, give me, shut up, and please take my money, but in a much nicer, straightforward sort of way. But, you know, it doesn't mean that you need to be a horror fan. There's a lot of great movie stuff over there. Uh, and again, they're just really super nice folks. And they're next to a great taco place, which, again, tacos are just awesome. So check them out at the Graveyard Gallery at 21 Main Street, Butler, New Jersey, 07405. And uh, if you ever have any questions, hit them up on the, the Facebook or the Instagram where they're very, very active. Um, um, showing new items, able to message folks just to have any kind of general questions. Um and yeah, check them out. You'll uh, you'll be happy. Uh, boys, we, depending on the sandwich's schedule, mm -hmm. uh, we may have an announcement about uh, one of our sponsors in next week or the week after. Depending on sandwich, oh. that's how I'm teasing this. Depending on sandwich's schedule, we may have an announcement about one of our sponsors in the next two weeks why why is the sandwich thing can't I'm tell so, you anymore so that. i'm so confused i know or is i he, can't tell you or, anymore is he, or is he just doing i work? didn't realize the memo hadn't gone across your desk okay Interesting. yes the memo has not gotten across his desk correct interesting uh boys um we have a little bit of product 
we have the is this the correct toy that we were supposed to be reviewing the last time that we that we had an accident yes today spot? that's right that's right we're, today we're doing nosferatu from let's go one which by the way before you get started dom uh when we, this when, time when yeah. before we get started there was the we as we mentioned there was the nosferatu toy there was the t-shirt but there was also this I'm not sure exactly what it's called. I don't have the information in front of me. This like kind of translucent kind of print or cell kind of of the real popular image of Nosferatu going up the like stairs. Like a seri cell. Going up the stairs and, and there's yes. a shadow of him on the wall, which looks so phenomenal. Oh, my God. I love the damn thing. I have to try to figure out like what's the best way to display it because um, you can't just like put it up in a wall. Like It might be good in a light box uh, sort of situation, but that is such a great accessory. Uh, for that, uh, for that uh, toy, for that Mesco toy, which was that not was that not listed amongst the things that it came with? Uh, I don't recall without double checking, but okay. I, we de- I'm I'm 99 sure we didn't talk about it the last time. But it's just one more thing that made that Nosferatu so much cooler from uh for what it is. So just something I want to throw out because again we've loved the folks over there and uh, obviously yeah. they put out great stuff. So I want to just highlight that. Dom, what you got? All right, so in front of me this time, which I'm 98% sure is the correct figure, is – let me read real quick. I love, that you're still, I love that you're still giving yourself 2% to be wrong, even though it's literally in front of you with a box that says the name. Wiggle Room. It. It's called Wiggle Room. There are room. no absolutes in life. <laughs> there are no absolutes. <laughs> So uh, tell us about Doc Nocturnal. So this is from Mezco's 112 line. And yes. what's really interesting about this, and Dom hit on this a, l- a little bit earlier, it, this is not a licensed product. This is a, a, create, a Mezco IP, a Mezco creation, um, part of their Rumble Society uh, group of characters of which we have previously discussed Baron Ben's um, and I think in conversation, we have discussed um, the, uh, uh, what's his name? The Roach. Gomez. Uh, Gomez. Gomez. Yeah, we have, we've talked about the various uh, Gomez incarnations, which I think are also part of that. I think they're also part of that sort of rumble society uh, of characters, uh, as well as um, there's a bunch of skull characters as well that are part of it. So yeah, it's this whole sort of IP that Mezco is growing. I gotta say, um, Baron Benz was my favorite of them so far until this one. Yeah, no, this is a a beautiful piece right here in front of me. Hold on, got a little plastic. Stuff. Actually, I'm gonna leave it because I don't want to miss anything. <laughs> um, so. Once again, I'm 98% sure this is Doc Nocturnal. Yes, stop it. Confidence, <laughs> man. This, Confidence. This is definitely this is definitely Doc Nocturnal. Uh, it's a beautiful figure. Um, he kind of reminds me like a a weird cross. At least looking at this, because he he's got like that Spider-Man like webbed uh, design on his chest. It looks like like a Batman Spider-Man crossover kind of looking figure. Beautiful, as we talked about before. Mezco makes beautiful pieces, like real, like actual, like what's the word for it like material like the, the cape feels real real cloth. clothing yeah it's like legit clothing yeah, yeah. uh in my favorite that, part even though i do love the figure the box looks awesome i'm gonna talk about the box when uh kev's done talking no 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 I, all i was gonna say was uh is there some gray matter about the character on the box or are we intended to is there a comic book with it that kind of thing because so, 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 as i so, understand this 
Oh, there it is. There is a comic book. Uh, I, I was quietly leafing through it gingerly because it's not mine. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Looks beautiful. Oh my god. Let me see that cover again. Dom. No words. Very cool comic. Let me just uh, let me see that cover. Yeah, the character is kind of a monster hunter. Yeah, it has a nice yeah, I got, kind I get of that vibe. horror magazine vibe to it, which yeah. which I really, really, really like that thing, actually. Oh, oh, that's... What? That's, Let him talk. I can't see anything. It's pretty. Speaking, I'm speaking. So oh, there it is. Beautiful black and white uh, pictures on the inside. Really nice. uh, I didn't see any words in here, so you're going to have to figure out with your mind what's going on but the pictures are very descriptive so i believe in everyone on this program so we could all do it together uh there you go so first of all beautiful comic beautiful figure yeah, this, now this the guy box. seems right up your alley nick he really really you know it's the book that's like really selling it uh to me i should add yeah. also at the same time that uh on their website it looks like there's a and i'm kind of I think I'm assuming here there's um, a mask or face mask, whatever that uh, skull mask uh, that glows in the dark. And also in the pictures, it shows him battling Nosferatu at the exact same time, just for comparison yes. sakes. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, Oh, that, that would be kind of a nice piece right there. It, a nice companion. You know what? Piece. If you do, if you do me a favor, Nick, do a generic search for doc nocturnal on Mezco's site, because I think they have two other items uh, which are sold out which are sold out, we should preface by saying, which are sold out. But I think it's important to, to, to mention those as well, because this is kind of the, this is kind of part of the direction that Mezco is going in, sort of building up this IP, mm -hmm. um, where they have like a Doc Nocturnal membership kit. So they have, they do have, so you have like the swag set here. So there is a Doc Nocturnal Phantom Nights official membership kit. That's Which, it. And what it, comes with that? Besides a certificate that says you're in there. It has. Um, is that the one that has the additional accessories and heads? It has a one head portrait with protective crucifix insignia, six yeah. housing crucifix stakes, uh, the harness, uh, machete, uh, yeah, crossbow. Yep. Yeah. It comes with a nice, uh, well, it comes with a good amount of stuff for 35 bucks, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, if they're not showing it, Nick, you should Google Doc Nocturnal for images and look at the character with that head on. Because, I, because for me, I thought the skull was really cool. And it clearly is, it, it clearly is, has been sized correctly so that what you can tell is that it is a skull kind of helmet on over another head although that's not you know the you can't remove the skull helmet and see the head underneath mm -hmm. i'm not suggesting that but what i'm suggesting is that is that that head that comes with it that's what it looks like to me it looks like they took the time to say you know what this is kind of a skull helmet that this dude is wearing over his head this one however the one that comes with the membership the phantom knights membership kit mm -hmm. that head on the figure is phenomenal not that the other one isn't but it, I, I mean just as far as uh I, I just have to imagine they were like yo i got this other idea for a head for this guy too and these other weapons let's do an accessory pack yeah membership kit thing which i sadly missed but i i will eventually have to somehow get the it's not it's currently sold out on the website yeah, right the companion figure that goes with that uh membership set 
I mean, that looks like an evil, badass, you know, figure with black leather, pleather, whatever. Uh, and again, fighting um, Nosferatu here. I mean, it just looks so good. Like, I'm, I'm really impressed with this damn thing. Uh, yeah. The Van Helsing, uh, I, the text is too small. I can't make it out exactly. But, I mean, d- dude, these figures are just absolute home runs, each and every one of them that we're looking at right here. Wow. Dom, so we got the comic and we got the yes. figure. What accessories come with the figure? And I know that you wanted to talk about that amazing packaging. Oh, yeah. So, um, society, first of all, box looks awesome. I'm just going to open this here. Just, just right out the gate. Just <laughs> Look at boom. That. Just boom. Beautiful artwork. Go ahead to the Tommy gun. You don't get, you don't beat that. You don't beat that. I like that. All right. So, uh, can I just gingerly move this because all of this is art and I don't want to bang up the art. No, you don't. I'll be upset. So, yeah, you'll we be- have two heads. So we have it, the glow in the dark head that we have alluded to. Okay. And then we have this like um, like uh, what's the word for it? It's like a mask. Like Hold a like up. um. Let's let's see. Let's see. Like a, like a death mask. It's like uh one of those ones you like a gas mask. Gas mask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is also a great. Yeah, that nice. one, Nick. Nice, I like that. If I were to display this, I might use this head just because I like the, the way it looks. That's just me. Yeah, and My you know what? He head. has some sort of um, does he have some sort of flamethrower gun in there as well? Because I I feel uh, like I've seen that there. head he displayed though. with like some sort of flamethrower gun. So he does have the flamethrower gun. He's got. Some kind of landmines. He's got Tommy gun. A pair of yeah, he's got Tommy gun. Nice. Uh, he's got glasses. I don't know what these go to, but they're cool. Uh, that is a, a figure out for a later thing. Is it the goggles? Goggles, yeah. They go over the skull. Oh, to make cool. that to make that one step even cooler. You can you don't have to display them with just the skull helmet. He has goggles that go over it. And they there may be some gray matter in the book or in the description that talks about whatever those goggles are. They may have a special purpose, night vision or maybe something. I'm not sure exactly. So he's got some kind of pistol. He's got like a flamethrower backpack with the gun attachment. Right. Um does he have a Tommy gun? Oh my god, it's so much stuff. He does have the Tommy gun. So nice. he's got three guns, five grenades, a couple like bullet effects where like the bullets coming out of the gun. Those like little uh, skull is... grenades. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're nice. Um, it looks like he's got some kind of like uh, grappling hook thing. Yes. I don't know, but this thing is awesome. You know, I, yeah, oh the, my god, I, I got yeah, the this. character is kind of a monster hunter, and if you kind of take all of the weaponry and design together it really works they've kind of taken sort of the the tropes of monster hunters and try to incorporate as many of them as possible into this figure which i think is a really really great thing so uh yeah great design that's also a new body it's actually slightly smaller and i don't mean to say scale wise but i mean a smaller individual in the same scale a lot of people have speculated that if they were to do a robin figure from dc they might use this body for that purpose which i think would be really great um 
so there you go. This that one came sense. with a t-shirt also, yeah? Sandwich? I didn't get that far in the box. I stopped at the figure. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll say this while he's while he's checking that. Uh, I mean, the accessories yes. on this figure look great. Um, everything about the character with the story and the other stuff we were looking at looked phenomenal. Yeah. Th this looks like something that um, would make like a great... There's a shirt. Uh, this looks like something that would just make like a. I can't see it unless he talks. It's it's there. It's a shirt. Uh, oh, I I have it. <laughs> it's all wrapped up. Uh, so I right. mean, this looks like something that would make like a great uh in like indie comic, uh, or a great kind of uh dark cartoon on Shutter to try to like get picked up by like Fangoria and some of those other kind of like popular sure. outlets at the same time. It it just seems like this like this you know if they go this whole nineteen forties kind of tommy gun style um monster hunter uh i i think there's a lot of possibilities for the line for for story making at the exact same time yes. and uh a lot of fun for people who are horror fans like myself but also you know the other joes uh, who aren't as much as fans i i, uh, I like any that. i like any character that is a really great design. It's why I loved Baron Benz so much mm -hmm. because I really thought that is a really top-notch design. Now we should say also, speaking of Baron Benz, this is another thing that, you know, again, you know, we, we started talking about the runaway success that Mezco has been. And yeah, as collectors, there is some frustration amongst collectors with regards to getting some of these pieces and rightfully so they're they're limited they're they sell out really quickly you see guys posting uh, pictures and they have like 10 barren bends and you weren't able to get one uh you know like there there are you know there are trick not tricks there are some hurdles to collecting mesco but the, the but the best part about it is is that they're top-notch quality figures when you do get them they are amazing and they're worth every penny that you pay for them and more. Um, but then I think Mezco is doing some smart things as well, business-wise. For example, recently it was Mezco's 112 day. Guess what that date was? Sandwich, what was the date of the 112 day? January 12th. Very good, sir. 112, they have they have a day where they have like uh, presentations and little contests and things. And the prize for the 112 day this year was a, hold, hold, hold for it. It was a black version of Baron Benz. Woo. You thought the blue version was good. Look up the black version. And I really hope they do a major release of this at some point because again, it looks phenomenal. And I can't wait to get a hold of it, maybe. Um, and so I'm also dying to see, now that they have sort of experimented with this accessory pack, I'm looking to see what they do with Doc Nocturnal next. Are we going to get additional accessory packs? Are we going to get additional, I'm sure we're going to get additional characters that go along with this. But I'm, I'm actually excited about seeing what those things might be. You know, and this is so not a... This is not a movie or film, a, a movie or TV property or anything. This is Mezco's own creation. So, bravo, Mezco! I really dig these a lot, and I, I and clearly, if you're trying to get a hold of them at this point, you can see that a lot of people dig these a lot. So, um, yeah. So there you go. Anything else, uh, Dom, to add? 
Uh, the only thing I want to add, besides the fact that I love this piece and I think it's beautiful, um, at the end of the comic, are I can we spoil the possible figures? No. It's been out for a while now, oh, yeah. so yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. But so go ahead. I don't think we're spoiling anything. So, so at the end, there's a coming soon, and it's got this um this person here, Hawk P40 or something yeah. like that. I don't even know what this guy's supposed to be. If he's supposed to be in the Rumble Society or whatever, I want it. <laughs> I want it. Yeah. Manny, well, if you're listening, I, Christmas. I mean, you kind of assume that if he's appearing at the end of a one Rumble Society character comic, that he's probably part of that universe. So yeah, I'll be mm-hmm. looking. I'm looking forward to that one as well. So I don't. I'm looking forward to anything that they do in this sort of Rumble Society IP that they have going yeah. on. Yeah. Their license yes. stuff oh, is great. We talked about Nosferatu last week. Um, and and Nick is over the moon about it. So uh, as as am I. As was Sandwich. Um, and and that's a licensed product. We've talked about you know other uh, uh, other licensed heroes and things that they've done. But the fact that their own IP, the fact that their own creation is is being uh, equally well received or, or or better in some cases, that is really really. I, I I'd say that has to be really encouraging to Mezco mm-hmm. um, because they've really hit on something not only with these figures but with their own uh, sort of characters as well. So bravo! For sure. There you go. It's the Mezco One Twelve Doc Nocturnal uh uh figure i believe he's sold out but you know check your sources and and uh if you dig them try to find a way to get a hold of him keep your eyes on mezco.com get their newsletter if these things interest you find all their little niches so that if uh, one of these babies pops up that you'll be able to know when that's happening and get it in your cart and get it uh, checked out before anything crazy happens. Uh, I should also point well, out, too, that they dropped on their website today. Know. They're going to be rolling out a Halloween 2 uh, Michael Myers figure. They're calling it the Mega Scale figure with sound. So it's a 15-inch tall figure yes. of uh, of good old Michael. I think so. that's, that's like uh, that... That those that they do, I think, are like uh, what are they called? They're like stylized. Yeah, they are. They are. But yeah. you know, again, as you just said, you know, uh, get, yeah. get these things while you can, and it just dropped today. So, oh yeah, there you uh, go. Do what you can to take advantage of it, uh, boys. I think that's just about everything for today's uh, episode. You can catch us each and every week over at geekstufftng.com. We're also as geekstufftng respectively on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. You can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Uh, I'm on the Facebook, I'm on the Instagram, the Snapchat, the Twitter, the YouTube, um, uh, Reddit. Sure, yeah, I'm all over the place. Big Kev. Uh, you can find me at Big Kev GS on the Xbox network, where uh, I still occasionally am playing Red Dead and uh, even rarer Fortnite and rarer still grand theft auto online um i'm being tempted to start something called sea of thieves okay which is sort of a pirate game uh that that uh you know who's playing uncle e uncle e-rock is playing that one and um so cousin dave and i have been uh toying with the notion of giving it a whirl so we'll see if we actually break down and do that 
Um, <laughs> yeah, and otherwise, you can find me BK Geek Stuff everywhere else, I'm pretty sure. Fun times. Uh, Dom. Uh, you can find me online, uh, Xbox and Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F A T D O M B L E D O R E. Outstanding. And, and make sure you check out our Facebook also, because as as we mentioned in this program, uh, there's uh, we I, I am posting a lot of stuff on Facebook. Did you see that photo of the Marx Brothers that I posted? I, I saw on there. That was, that was pretty good. I like that. I was that's the moment I saw it. I was like, that's what that picture is. <laughs> and so I posted it. Um, and also, uh, you you know, the show is really about you guys. And what we like to hear is from you. And you can do that by giving us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And leaving us a message about something you heard on the show, something you'd like to hear on the show, or, you know, just some general comments. And uh, you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Damn Skippy. And with that, Big Kev. With that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 623, the one we're calling The More You Know to an End, the way we end some shows by saying... night og wherever you are and on that note we cue the music